Adults only, explicit content, bad language, controversial topics, Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And my name is Dave. Holy shit, Dave. It is another episode of Ian Hates Music. It feels like we just did this. It does. You know what? And I'm not sure what the temperature is like where Ian is right now. but Hot as balls. It's like 96 and 91% humidity here. Yep. Same here. We just had a huge thunderstorm go by so hopefully that doesn't continue to happen but yeah it is really hot but i gotta tell you man still love the heat hate the humidity love the heat yeah the humidity can go to hell (laughs) definitely can probably hell is full of humidity humidity. yeah yeah for me it would be a very like when i go to hell it'll be (laughs) very humid but also blizzard ah yeah yeah both of those together. I don't know how they're going to work it, but they're going to work it. I'm going to be sweating while freezing my ass off. <laughs> and then Austin from Water Parks is going to like eat my skin. Yeah. You while saw singing. The post I sent you this weekend. Oh, so disgusting. <laughs> 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 we should share that on social media. Oh, but we might get flagged. Yeah. I don't want all the Water Parks lovers, whatever, the, what do they call themselves? Uh, I don't know if that's appropriate to say on the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, Dave. Well, I can tell you that besides doing all the show stuff, you know, Ian hates music and Ian hates conversations. My time recently has been taken up with watching the World Cup because I fucking love the World Cup. Yeah, you told me you're getting pretty into it over there. I always have. Yeah. I'm a huge, huge fan of soccer in general, but then. The World Cup just brings all these cultures together. And it's so cool going to the bar and just seeing, you know, native people from all these countries coming to watch. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't know. There's nothing really like it. Yeah. I, I don't even really understand how the format of it works. And it might take too long to explain on the show. Well, you have to explain it to me sometime. Is there like, there's like just matches all day? Yeah. It's like three to four matches. So, Three matches a day during weekdays, and then four matches a day on the weekends. Uh, And that goes for basically a month. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. And it's just, uh, is it single elimination? No. Once you're in the group stages, you have to play every team in your group, and there are four teams in the group. So you get three games no matter what. Okay. And then once you, you know, whatever your point score is, you move on to the next round, and then the next round, and they go into the quarterfinals, semifinals, and then final. 
And then okay. everyone after the group stage is single elimination. Is there any like country that just completely sucks? Yes. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> no, there there are a few. So like you would think the US, right? You're like, oh, yeah. the US soccer sucks. And there is a lot of US soccer that does suck, but they are better than I would say probably four or five teams that are in the World Cup now, but because qualifying is done in different groups, yeah, you don't really know if you're gonna like even though the US could beat one of those other teams, they weren't in that same, you know, that same qualifying. Oh, okay. So yeah. All no, right. there are very, very bad teams in the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And every once in a while you get a match like that where you're like, oh shit, and it's like nil nil the entire way and everyone's just like fumbling around and stuff. But <laughs> very few and far between. All right. So, anyways, that's sports. It's time to talk music. And we're gonna do a classic. Ian hates music, and we are going to start from the beginning. Oh, I almost forgot. Let me specifically say this. We have a very important Ian's insights at the end of the show. But like I said, we're going to do a very classic episode. So we're going to start right now with Scene News. Scene news time, Dave. And we begin with a couple of tour announcements. First one, we have Bless the Fall going out with The Word Alive, Dead, Thousand Below, and friend of the show, A War Within. Oh boy. Buying your tickets now, huh? They are not anywhere close to me. Ah, another another dodge of Boston right there. Yep. I'm a little disappointed, I will say, because... I really do like every band on there. Dead, iffy. Like, I always said I wanted to see them live. Yeah. So that would be interesting. But, I mean, A War Within always does great. Thousand Below have an amazing album. Haven't, ha- haven't had a chance to see them live yet. And then The Word Alive is good live. Bless the Fall is iffy. I wonder if they yeah. got their shit together. Yeah, we can only hope. We can only hope. Now, are you going to go? I doubt it. next up for the fallen dreams they're doing a 10-year anniversary tour for their very first album called changes and obviously 10 years so 2008 is when it came out and they're going out very soon with sworn in who's also going to be performing their debut ep in its entirety as well and plus a band called body snatcher who i haven't heard but i have to look up Okay, yeah, I have to look that up too. Um, that could be a big hit or miss tour. Um, I would be kind of interested to see this one actually. Yeah, they are coming to Worcester, which is close enough for me, but it's in August and I might have other things I have to do. So we'll see. But I was a big fan of For the Fallen Dreams' new album, Six. Yeah. And then I also like this one too. So it's interesting. Like, it's an interesting dynamic. I wouldn't mind seeing Sworn In for the first time as well, but I'll heed the warning that you told me last week, I believe, that they're supposedly a terrible band to see live. I just have no idea. Yeah, well, when we get the concert reviews, I'll tell you of another one. So, Oh, man. What a tour. (laughs) What a tease. (laughs) And what a tour. Yeah, what a tour. What a tour. Catchphrase. Now... Let's talk about a band that we haven't talked about in a while, 
and probably will stop talking about, I would assume, unless the stories continue to be hilarious. And that is <laughs> <laughs> that the faceless continue to disappoint fans. Yep. And this all goes back to that album I hated. And <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps building on. I guess so, man. I guess so. Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know, I'm not going to go into a crazy amount of stories because there's just too many about the Faceless. They are a death metal, death core band, and they have been for a while. But their lead vocalist and not lead guitarist, right? I think he plays guitar as well. But Michael Keane apparently is a terrible person to be around all the fucking time. And there yeah. have been stories, and I'll say allegedly, but you can read the stories for yourself. Not only has he been accused of heroin abuse, but also he drops off of tours. He shows up to places extremely late. I mean, the whole entire band left. It was like an Amur situation. Uh, yeah. But I don't think it's fair to say that Frankie was on drugs or anything. Frankie's just a dick. <laughs> it's a completely different thing. It seems like Michael Keane is a dick. Coming on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How amazing would that be? <laughs> Actually, they should take that idea right now and run with it. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine? They'd the, be the most hated band of all time. You could only hope. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the Bay Area Death Fest that just happened very recently, and the Faceless were supposed to now. This is all the new band members, whoever they are. They all joined Michael Keane, and they were supposed to play their album also from 2008 called Planetary Duality in full. Now, fan accounts say that the band didn't show up for between an hour and a half to two hours late for their designated set, then took between like 30 minutes to an hour to set up all their equipment, and yeah. then only played half of that album and played it very, very poorly. Now, I wish someone had really filmed it so we could yeah. have seen it ourselves, but all the fans are saying that that's what happened. So really, besides this being you know, relatively funny, you know, not having paid to be there, this is also kind of a warning to anyone else that you got to stop giving the faceless your money. Yeah, stop doing that. I mean, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, how many times? I mean, even if you gave them a chance, I mean... Wait till next year. It'll be a whole different lineup of members. You know, just don't get them next time around, huh? And Or the next time. Or, or next. never. Yeah. <laughs> or never, ever, because they can't get their shit together. And it seems to be one person's fault and one person's fault alone. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a winning individual. No, and maybe we're being unfair and we don't know the whole story, but just look back and see yeah. all the stories. <laughs> I'd hate to see what happens when you type his name into Google. <laughs> Look, no matter what you say about Ronnie Radke or anyone like that, they don't show up late to concerts and they put on yeah. a show. Yep. There you go. Johnny Craig will give you more than a show. He'll get the police involved. Sometimes he does a show and it gets cut short, but he doesn't yeah. show up an hour late. He might end an hour early. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a difference. Yep. So, Dave, I'm going to call an audible and I'm just going to say, nope, we're not doing it. We have here on our prep sheet the Metal Hammer Golden Gods Awards and that yeah. they have announced their quote-unquote winners.
but I can't do another show like this. I just, I can't <laughs> talk about another awards show. We got to save it for APMAs. Oh, yeah. All That's right. the only show that matters. Only show that matters. And Rock Sound Awards, too. Don't forget about that. Yeah. They're a close That's second. That's another good one. Yeah. A bunch of quote-unquote winners. Uh-huh. So fuck that. But we'll move on to a band that I believe we both love, Ice Nine Kills. And in kind of a weird turn of events because they haven't lost a member in a really long time. I believe there was some changeover initially. But yeah. I don't think they've lost anyone in a long time. Their drummer has moved on after 10 years in the band, and he's going to do different musical ventures. Yeah, that always uh, worries me a little bit. Well, it's a little strange. I mean, it was a very nice message from My Snack yeah. Kills, you know. So I think it probably was mutual. But the weird part about it is I believe they're done with their album. Yeah, I always find that very strange. It happens more often than it should. <laughs> yeah, so either it's something to do with the touring schedule, you know, coming yeah. up, or it, you know, they are going on Warp Tour, so maybe he didn't want to deal with Warp Tour, and then yeah. there's also maybe he felt obligated to finish the album before leaving. Yeah, I can see both, especially if it was like a mutual easy. Like it, like it seems to be. I think he would definitely want to finish the album. Yeah, it seems relatively mutual. Yeah. At least, I mean, I haven't looked at his. I don't know if he put out a personal statement. I haven't seen that. But they did get someone to fill in. They have the ex-drummer of Affiance. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I really want to see them live, and I have yet to be able to do so. Well, you're going to Warp Tour, right? I hope so. Are they not playing your date? I thought they were. I thought they were on every. I think, you know, I think about every band on. Like I really got uh, lucky with how many are really stopping at that uh, Cincinnati date. That is true. You did get really lucky on that one. Yeah. I'm very envious. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, I am looking forward to seeing them very much live at Warp Tour. And then also, as of this recording, they are teasing something that is supposed to happen tomorrow. So my guess is. A teaser track. I mean, they might have merch. I mean, they might announce the full album and when it goes on sale. I mean, the best time for an album to come out is probably while they're on Warp Tour. Yeah, I I'd imagine that'd be the the good money maker right there. But even though it's been a long time, it's been a while. <laughs> it is kind of soon almost for them to be making this announcement. I don't know why, but it feels like that'd be strange. Yeah, like you said, maybe he just really doesn't want to do Warp Tour. <laughs> oh, you mean the drummer? Yeah. Yeah, possibly. I was about to say, because there's no way... Spencer loves doing Warp Tour. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way that there's a issue there. But who knows? We'll see. Maybe there's a new you know, album announcement. Maybe it's a new track. Maybe it's a tease of something else. I don't know. But we should know by the time this episode comes out. Yep. So moving on to a band that we spoke about relatively recently the band yeah. shields yeah shields from the uk and actually it does have a tie into ice nine kills because if anyone remembers when we went over this album spencer actually did a guest vocal spot yep it turns out that they are calling it quits after the end of this tour apparently they lost one of their best friends recently yeah. and they don't feel like being a band anymore yeah, so maybe maybe over time something will change, but we'll see on that. Uh, 
And I don't, I can't really imagine what that is like because right. I don't know them. So, I mean, maybe, maybe some time will heal that wound, but who knows? Maybe they'll go off on different ways and start other bands. So. Yeah. It's a complete possibility. But yeah, that album, Life in Exile, wasn't bad at all. It was a pretty no, damn good all. album. Yeah. So, especially for a debut. Yeah. So that is a loss. It is. But if you're living over in England, and I think they're going to a couple places in Europe during this tour, make sure you go check them out. Yep. So, Dave, guess what? What? The band Set It Off is releasing their last album, Duality, on Variant Vinyl Records. Oh, I'm so excited. Such a good band. You know what, Dave? I was excited, too, until I found out that the Variant wasn't a different album. Uh, yeah yeah man that's i'll just say that's a shitty band <laughs> literally the only reason why i put that in there was to make the joke yeah yep, um, that was it now they didn't used to be shitty but wow have they you talk about bands not liking to be told you know they're selling out and whatnot this was a yeah. band that definitely sold out yeah, I really like Five Seconds of Summer. So you know what I'm going to sound like next album? <laughs> Watch me. By the way, I'm isolating that. <laughs> and that is the new sound clip. There we go. <laughs> now some really good news here. Scarlett O'Hara have finally announced that their brand new album, Welcome Back to the Brodeo, will be out on August 10th. Now this is their first album since Lost in Existence in 2010 so an eight year hiatus yeah that that actually has been a while ian like that one been a while for sure i mean and i've been waiting too (laughs) to exhale oh yeah no i was a big fan so i am very excited and i liked i believe we played both singles from this album so right now you can go to their website you can pre-order they got a bunch of merch bundles and all that kind of stuff I, I'm very, this is one of those old school bands that I am very happy is taking another shot at it. And I would love to see them on tour because I never got to before. I want another creepy music video with an old lady. I want a relationship with an old lady. I get it. Oh, yeah. They can they, they can maybe f- get, get you a digit. She, I, I don't know. It's been eight years. She might not be with us anymore. So I don't know, man. You ever want to get me off? Just show me that scene in The Shining. In that bathroom, <laughs> oh, so sexy. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> and now the follow-up that everyone's been waiting for, we are going to talk about As I Lay Dying. We did a pretty insightful, I would say, Ian's insights last yep. week on this. But we have a bunch of updates. Once again, as of this recording, the band has still not made an official statement to everybody, but... They did put out an over 30-minute video, which is just the band. And they're sitting around a table. It looks like The Last Supper. It does. It looks very strange. It's really funny. It really, just for that moment, you should click that link to see it because (laughs) it is really funny. But the video can be very boring. It's them talking about all their feelings with only a little bit from Tim. Yeah. Tim only chimes in every once in a while and lets every member have a say. So it's not like him going, oh, but I did this when you did this. It wasn't anything like that. He would say pretty much the right thing, 
each yeah. time, you know, when it was his turn to talk. Yeah, it was um, played out a little bit. What do you mean? I feel like it was a little bit staged. Yes. So. Yeah, I can I can agree. But I will say, emotions were running high. And I forget everyone's names, but I believe one of them started basically crying during the talk. And it was a very brutal and open discussion. Like, they didn't hold back from calling Tim basically a dick all the time. Yeah. So... I did appreciate that. Now, it doesn't change my opinion, and that's what I want. You know, we want to state that again. Dave and I stick by what we said from the very beginning, which is, okay, so Tim's back and As I Lay Dying are back, but we were not clamoring for them to be back because there's so much good music out there that we don't have to support him if we don't want to. Yep. That's where I stand. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing has changed. I don't. I don't feel better about seeing what they said. What I thought was interesting or one of the most interesting parts to come out about that was that I now understand why they haven't done an interview because they talk about multiple times how they despise doing interviews because whenever they were doing an interview, people didn't care about anything they said until they talked about Tim and then even the most mundane thing like, hey, we've moved on or you know, hey, he's he's doing his thing in prison, whatever, that would be the lead of the story. Yeah. So I totally get it. I totally yep. get it. But that kind of thing would have been better being moderated by someone that knows the right questions to ask to delve deeper into what they were talking about. Yeah. So hopefully they realize that. Unfortunately, I think they'll go with like AP or something like that. But I'm still going to put it out there. It should be me. As yep. I lay dying, Ian hates music. I will be respectful, and we will have everything out there, and it'll be not a gotcha media thing. I'm just going to say, I know they don't care, but I'm just going to say <laughs> that, all right? You got to put shit out there. Yep. Then, though, we come to the thing we also talked about, which was their return show. So the first show in over four years for the band. Yeah. And they played in Soma in San Diego. They played to their like the side stage. So it's like 300 people. Yep. The main stage is 2000. They could have easily sold that out as well. Definitely. Have you seen any like video of this performance? I did. They actually have the whole video. Now I don't want to completely judge it because it is just a video. You know, it's not an official like, Hey, production value, all that kind of stuff. It's just a video of the entire set. I don't know if you know this, Dave, but Tim went away to jail for two and a half years. Yeah, to jail. Two and a half years. I'm assuming that he wasn't able to practice singing As I Lay Dying songs while he was in jail. (laughs) Probably not. Yeah, they probably didn't want him growling in whatever cell he was in. No, not at all. So I watched a lot of the video and his voice is awful. Oh, it's horrible. It's just fucking awful. And we're not huge fans of the band, but that does not change what we listen to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I this would is not a, listen to that. Yeah. This is not a preference thing. This is his voice sounded like shit. It, oh, yeah. It sounded like a dumpster fire. It was. <laughs> I, I could find many better. Let's put it like that. Oh, for sure. Any metalcore band out there right now sounds better 
than yeah. they do. But, yep. you know, and you don't have to give him the shadow of a doubt. But he was in prison for a long time. I don't think his breath is where it needs to be. Yeah. And that was probably a rushed show to capitalize on the whole marketing of coming back and releasing yep. that track. I mean, you can't hold it against them. They did only charge $10 a ticket, and it sold yeah. out in four minutes. <laughs> so they wow. could have sold out that 2,000-seater probably in four minutes as well. Yeah, and they played with Secrets, correct? Yeah, now I did not okay. see anything about how they did. I'm assuming they did well. Yeah, I'd imagine. They've been touring nonstop, but yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing them in two weeks, I believe. Oh, nice. In a very, very small venue. Best way. Yeah, that's what I think, too. So, anyways, this is not to sway anybody, you know, to promote As I Lay Dying. Absolutely not. That is not our point. Our whole point is to let people know this is what's happening in the scene, and that's what happens. So you can go find that video, and you can see for yourself, even people that love As I Lay Dying, you're going to be able to tell that his voice is not where it should be. That's probably just because he hasn't been able to practice the way that he used to. Yep. Can't practice in prison, folks. <laughs> wow, that's another catchphrase. <laughs> we should make t-shirts with that. Ian hates music. <laughs> Can't practice in prison, folks. But the only thing you can really hold against him is that he tried to have his wife killed. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to hold that against him. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. So, yeah, man. You know, whatever. I'm tired of the whole debate. You know, I love As I Lay Dying. Forgive. And I hate him. And he's the worst person ever. Like, fine. Whatever you think is right. You have your opinions. Just go with it. It doesn't matter. Yep. But if the music sucks, the music sucks. Yeah. sucks and that's why we're here to tell you. And I'm assuming that if he doesn't get his range back and he doesn't get his breath back, then any other new music is not going to sound good. No. <laughs> there you go. There it is. And I believe that brings us to the end of Scene News. So, Dave, it's time for new songs. It's time. New song time, and we begin with Hope's Fall, Tunguska. The album Arbiter comes out July 13 on Equal Vision Records. Now we have Impending Doom, War Music. The album The Sin and Doom, Volume 2, comes out June 22nd on E1 Music. Yeah. 
Now we have Death Haven, Canary Yellow. The album Ordinary Corrupt Human Love comes out July 13 on Anti Records. Now we have Era, Disarray. The album Neon comes out August 10 on Sumerian Records. Now we have Course with Shed. The EP entitled I comes out July 27 on Zegama Beats Recordings slash Secret Nature. Now we have Birds in Row. We count so we don't have to listen. The album We Already Lost the World comes out July 13 on Death Wish Inc. Now we have Marilyn Manson and the cover Cry Little Sister from Jared McMahon. Now we have Chelsea Grin, See You Soon. The album Eternal Nightmare comes out July 13 on Rise Records.
Now we have Strawberry Girls, Party Nights. Now we have Painless, Ominous Wind. The EP No Help comes out June 22nd. There are strength in the sickness And though the ache might be vicious The end will bear witness And we end with friend of the show, Silent Planet, Northern Fires, Guarnica. Dave, new songs. What do you think? You know, there, there, I couldn't pull, pull too much out of this week's songs. Um, but what I could, I have a lot on. Um, okay. I don't know if I care for this Chelsea Grin song as much as I cared for the last two. Not as much, but it's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's definitely better than what I, I've never noticed them before. So Right, right. So I think... The album will deserve multiple listens, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I'm sure it's mostly going to be like the other songs. Mostly, mostly. Um, move on here to uh, Silent Planet. Are you familiar with Silent Planet? They are a friend of the show. No way! Holy shit, man! I am not joshing you. Oh boy! So how <laughs> do you, how great was this song? Fucking loved it, man! It's it, it so was fucking good. I hoped it would be. They have something that other bands just don't have. No, it's a weird, it's um, such a weird vocal style. You yeah, know? right. It's, I don't want to say rapping. I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, no, it's very hard to explain but it just works so well. And then even the addition of the clean vocals, which isn't as prevalent in most of the stuff they do, you know, really worked, but still was kept small enough. You know what I mean? That wasn't like, oh, no, Silent Planet is selling out. They're changing their sound. Yeah. That is Silent Planet. Yep. Everyone knows it. And it's the way it should be. Yeah. And I, I'm sure we're due for a, another music video pretty soon because, you know, a lot of their teasers were a music video and this wasn't that music video. Right. Right. Yep. And right now you can order a couple bundles they have for the track 
but they haven't yeah. released anything about the album yet. No, not yet. Hopefully soon. Yeah. The um what leads me to another golden trophy on the wall for this week. Era song Disarray. How'd you feel? I liked it, but I wasn't blown away. Oh, you weren't. I was not. No, I really like Era. Yeah. And it is, I don't know, there was something about it that I didn't completely connect to. But it's not a bad okay. track by any means. I don't know. No. I just wasn't I wasn't blown away by it. Well, maybe I could tell you more about it later in the show. Oh. Uh-huh. I get maybe. where you're going. I see. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh-huh. And I still don't like Hope's Falling In. I'm sorry. That was a weird track. <laughs> I don't hate that track, but that was not along the lines of what I was looking for. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, what do you think about Death Haven with trying to break the record for longest song? Oh, yeah. How how nice of them. Is their album going to be like three tracks? <laughs> uh, at that rate, yeah. Every EP is like a full length. <laughs> I want to know your feelings on this Strawberry Girls song. I am not a fan. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I just, it's not my style of music. No, I didn't like it either, honestly. No. And really, the only other track that I thought was interesting, well, I don't know, it's tough to say. I thought Painless was weird because Painless is the rest of a mirror, but without the Leonetti brothers. Yeah. And doesn't yeah. that song sound a lot like King 810? Yeah, it does. It was very strange how much that sounds like old King 810. Yeah, I wonder what, how they feel about it. But the other one I thought was interesting was Course. Yeah. This was uh, ex-members of Capsize and Old Wounds. Yep. Two guys, two vocalists. I mean, they're they're playing. So one's playing guitar and singing or screaming, and the other one's playing drums and screaming. And yep. it's just the two of them. I don't know. There's something very cool about that. Yeah, it really is. So, yeah, I enjoy that. It's a two-minute song or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, it caught my attention. I, I will I will listen to what it comes out next. But other than that, man, I wasn't really that impressed with anything. No, no. Kind of a calm week. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, look, I love Marilyn Manson, and he yep. makes every cover song his own, but yeah. that's not high on my list of great covers because also don't really care about that track. No, nope. I agree. But yeah, so that's the new songs, and... Seems like we blew through that, but you can only say so much. Yeah. (laughs) We can just say Silent Planet is great. They are fucking great. And on that note, let's get to our favorite part of the show. Favorite part of the show time means 
It is album review time. Now, Dave, we listened to a lot of albums this week, but holy fuck, did a lot suck in our opinions. Oh my gosh. It was a painful week. It was a very, very painful week. And I'm a little, not even a little, I'm very disappointed this week because when we get those weeks where we really love music, it comes out. You know what I mean? Like we're just all about it. Can't wait to talk about these albums. Even the two that we chose, and I know it may upset people, but even the two that we chose, I'm just like, meh. Not, I think everyone else is kind of meh too because no one's sharing this. I saw some people, but those are very big pop punk people. Oh, okay. Yeah. But is it the same album? Both yeah. albums. Yeah. Actually, no, no. I heard from both albums, actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's get to it. No more teasing it. We're here right now. We're ready to go. We've got Mayday Parade, Sunnyland on Rise Records. This is emo, pop, punk, alternative rock. This is number six for full-length albums for them. 13 tracks, no filler. Now, I still think that Never Sure is a great single, and I think starting off the album with it was the right move. Oh, Ian, oh, Ian. (laughs) Mayday Parade. You know, they came out swinging with that second single that I really still like. It's like it's hard to be religious or whatever. It's just this album so hit and miss. Like it, one song will like make me doze off, and then it comes <laughs> back with another song that really catches my attention. This one's gonna take some time, and I and I don't think it's a good a good thing either. That's gonna take some time because I think pop punk usually comes pretty quick. Talk about coming quick. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help it. So, no, I totally understand where you're coming from because I thought the same thing. Very yeah. hit and miss. I think that's that, the motto of this album. Dude, that Sunnyland track is so bad. It's a final track. Yeah, but storyline-wise, I get it. Y- yeah, it just doesn't sound right in a song <laughs> saying Sunnyland. Right. Well, also, there are four acoustic tracks on this. Yeah, and only really one stood out to me, and and it it's not getting the push the others are. Um, I think it was, it was if I were you. I think that's the one I like the most. Um, sure, it's the most I think relatable for the everyday person. So okay, yeah, just like we're saying, man. There's just so many songs on this that were upbeat, and then too many acoustic. I think, like you said, you just say there are three or four. So four, yeah, most they've ever had. Yeah, it was a bit much. It was, and it left the album seeming a little disjointed, but they do have to do something different to keep fans interested. Like, I think Mayday Prey will always have the diehard fans. I don't always. think that's going to change no matter what, but I think they need to change a little bit to reach the masses, maybe, to be a little different. So, hence yeah. the acoustic tracks there that weren't, by the way, the acoustic tracks are not remakes of other songs that are you know with electric guitar and stuff like that they're full-fledged new tracks yeah and there's a couple tracks i wish they could stand out a little bit more in my mind right now but because it'd be easier and you'd understand this but they relate back to the same melody yes of that first album a couple times well there's a couple times where other albums 
sound like other albums of Mayday Parade. Yeah. The thing, though, that it never truly gets back to the first album is that they don't have the harmonization anymore of having two vocalists. Yeah, why, why can't they just get another vocalist? I don't, well, money. I'm sure yeah. Derek loves having all the money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, why no one ever seemed to care, and they're doing way better than they did when they first came out. So why would you change that? But that was something I loved about Mayday Parade, was seeing that back and forth of clean vocalists. It's not like they were doing unclean vocals. No. It was just their vocals work so well. It was very Emery-esque, but without the uncleans. Yeah. And that is something that I'll always miss. Yeah, I think there's a couple of these songs that are going to stand out more than others to me over time. But, I mean, there's nothing there's nothing end of the year worthy on this album for me to speak of. You know, when we do the, the font, like, uh, whatever show, you know. Right. And an anniversary show. Yeah, I loved Is Nowhere. Be- I loved Is Nowhere because it's upbeat and has more of an edge to it. But yeah. that's what I'm missing in this album because rarely any other tracks really have that. Yeah, I think I think Looks Red Taste Blue is another one that was a little bit up, upbeat. I, I hate think. that track. Is that one upbeat hate too, it. though? Yeah, it's upbeat, but without an edge. Okay. And that's the thing. I want that edge. I want that type of style. And yeah. not many, like, you know, Never Sure kind of has that, but that's just upbeat yeah. in general. But yeah. Is Nowhere had a little bit more of that edge to it. And I'm going to say edge a million times, apparently. But that's what I thought it had. Because the issue that I have or and have had with Mayday Parade for a little while now is very cringy lyrics. Yeah. They they really crutch themselves. So you take something like Looks Red, Taste Blue, and I have Now My Blood Turns Red to Blue, and I Can't Breathe Without You. Yeah. You know, that's that's childish. Like, we don't need that. I get it. You've said that a million times before. We don't need it. Same with <laughs> Peace of My Heart. And just for when we're apart, I've got a piece of your heart. Like, yep. uh, we get it. You know what I mean? Like, I can't breathe without you. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> but their fan base will eat it up no matter what. Yeah, I feel like their their fan base just doesn't age. No, no, they definitely don't. Because I've been nope. to their shows. but they're very talented they have staying power this isn't a bad album it's just a hey it's another album but they can't in my in my mind they'll never beat a lesson in romantics no you be the anchor like still for me there are two amazing mayday parade songs if anyone was like hey give me two tracks that mayday parade does and i'll make a decision on them you've got two of them You Be the Anchor and Terrible Things. Go listen to those. And you'll love the band, but you'll never have those again. Nope, never again. So that's it. That's that's really it. So we have another Mayday album. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, it's great. Go listen to it. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. You know, cry a little bit. Draw yourself a bubble bath and enjoy the shit out of this. But it's just, for me, there's more Mayday Parade to listen to. Definitely. So let's take a listen to Is Nowhere. Is 
So once again, that's Mayday Parade, Sunnyland, on Rise Records. Next up, we have State Champs, Living Proof, on Pure Noise Records. This is upbeat pop punk, you know, compared to emo pop punk. Yeah. 13 tracks again, no filler. This is number three for full-length albums from them. Dave, why don't you take this one away first? Um, this one is eerie similar to the last album. As far as there's some cringe-worthy lyrics in here, man. But not as bad. It's just so, I don't know. It It's definitely not the pop punk I like. Um, and it's... It's not that they can't do it because I know they can. I I, I do really enjoy their first album, uh, the finer things. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, I just, I'm not. It's not catching me yet. I mean, I still gotta give this one more time too because it's just, it's not clicking, man. I there's some tracks that catch me. The next one's like, oh, this is this is painful. See, I didn't get a painful vibe from this. I think I think there's a couple. They had terrible. Um, I don't really like the singles they let off with uh, to really capture the album. Let me disagree with that, though. I like Dead and Gone a lot. Dead and Gone's the only one I like. Okay, well, there you go. So you did like yeah. a single. Yeah, like one. <laughs> well, that's the, the same. Yeah. yeah. They just don't really do it for me, especially with Dead and Gone being the first the first single Yeah. to get me kind of hyped up for it. And then the rest were kind of meh, meh. And then I listen to the album, and there there are hidden ones in here that I enjoy more than others. It's just, I just don't see it sticking with me. Well, what I liked about it was, I mean, it's straightforward. You don't have a whole lot of change in it. So it's like, if you like the style of pop punk, then you're going to like this full album. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. the only track that I think really kind of slows down a bit is the one with Mark Hoppus doing the guest appearance. I think that's called yep. Time Machine. Yep. And that's really I, that's it. one I didn't really like the lyrics of that one at all. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. I mean, look, this is another one about relationships. Yeah. You know, that's what they're going to sing about. That's upbeat pop punk. That's what they do. You know, I like that they have three backing vocalists. Yeah. You know, to back up the little higher pitched, their higher pitched main vocalists, that kind of thing. Like, I enjoy that. And I have no problem, you know, if any of my favorites aren't on stage at Warp Tour. I'll go check out State Champs. Yeah, it. I think it's more of the hype around this band. Like, they're kind of supposedly carrying the pop-punk um, flag, almost. They are a staple in the yeah. genre. Yeah, it's just the, them being one of the leaders right now, I don't think this is lead-worthy album material. Ah. Um, I think that's maybe where I'm a little bit biased on it, because I'm expecting... This is to be, you know, what we think of as, you know, we were just talking about the original Mayday albums, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't see people years of, down the road looking back on this album. I can see that. And it's hard to put why, but yeah, maybe it's because we like the more aggressive pop punk. Maybe it's because there are bands like Sleep On It and yep. Rival Town. You know, there are bands like that, that that's more the pop punk that I gravitate towards. Yeah, I do like more of the aggressive style, and I can easily find that. So I will yeah. probably listen to that before I would this. And that's the thing. I don't think this is bad, but you're right. Maybe on this one, there's nothing really that stands out about it 
to like pace them ahead of the pack. If they're supposed to be leading it, if they're supposed yeah. to be a staple, then make your mark. Yeah, and it goes for almost every leader of the pop punk scene right now. I mean, we do we the Kanukapuk album was okay. The Neck Deep album I didn't really like at all. And that um Mayday we just talked about, that was meh. Um I don't know, what's another Real Friends just announced an album today. You won't like them though. So Yeah, I probably won't like that. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think it's they're not the most talented i wouldn't say talented <laughs> they're not the most captivating pop, uh, pop punk bands you can find there's better out there yes yeah i definitely get that all right well let's play i think we have to do it because of the singles and everything let's do time machine featuring mark hoppus all righty So once again, that's State Champs, Living Proof on Pure Noise Records. And Dave, and all you haters out there, that's it. That'll do. Pig? (laughs) (laughs) I stole your line. But we can talk about upcoming albums for June 22nd. We've got Impending Doom, Vane, In the Cards, This Wildlife. Nine Inch Nails, You Know the Drill, and Never Home. Oh, wow. (sighs) Yeah, hey, maybe we'll take a break. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) But until then, Dave, you know what time it is. We haven't done this in a little bit, so we're kind of backlogged. It's time to talk about some concerts. It's time. All right, everyone, time to talk about live music, one of my favorite things to talk about. And we're a little backlogged, like I mentioned. So I'm going to go through the first one a little quickly. I went to see Andrew W.K. relatively recently, probably, you know, a few weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. The first band he had on was like a country music act. So we'll skip right over that. Andrew W.K. (laughs) can tour with anyone he wants. So it was very strange. You know, they're good for what they're good for. This is not my style, so we're not going to talk about them. Andrew WK is always so much fun. So much fun. I would recommend him to everyone if you can go see him. He's just a genuinely good guy. He's fun to see live. He does well. You know, he doesn't fuck up lyrics. He's always well done, always putting out new music. So definitely go see him live. And Party Hard is one of the greatest songs ever made. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I I won't even deny that one. No. It's undeniable. Undeniable. So, Dave, we'll go to you, and then we'll come back to me. 
you just went to see a show that you were texting me about this weekend. Yes, sir. Took off to Louisville. Roughly four-hour trip. Damn, son. That must have been an important show. Oh, yes, it was, Ian. For none other than... Bad Wolves? I wish. Water Parks? Even better. (laughs) Whoa. I see stars. I see stars. Holy shit. I see stars were there, kind of, but in reality, I was there for CNVAR. Ah, okay. Uh, Era. Yep. Like I discussed earlier. Nice. Uh-huh. And the Holy Dance Gavin Dance. Oh, man. Hot off artificial selection. There's so much I haven't even told you about this yet. Damn, son. Go on. Some standing in line. Um, Just I, the other know, day. I think Dance Gavin Dance has probably one of the worst fan bases of all time. <laughs> um, they're just yeah, you. so... <laughs> they're so closed off, man. They didn't know who CNVAR was. They didn't know who Hail the Sun was. These people on the VIP line, okay? We got like a fast pass, so we were mixed in with them. I did, with the VIP was sold out, and With the riffraff. Yeah, I got you. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they, they, they didn't know who Arrow was. Wow. It was painful to listen to the conversations that line and not chime in. I'm like, come on, Dave, don't be a douche. Just, sure. just don't chime in. Just let it go. Just let it slide. Don't step in and correct them. Just let them misspell, see, uh, mispronounce CNVAR, CNVAR all night. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it was hard. I, you should have made my tongue. You should have made your own homemade Ian hates music cards. So when you heard yeah. someone talk, you'd be like, "Hey, you want to know about music? Here you go. Here you go, young boy. You need help here, <laughs> young sir <laughs> or madam." Man. It, but the line was bad. Um, the people were annoying, and so many people wearing the band merch to the show. Don't be oh, that guy. Don't be that guy. There were so many. So we get CMVAR it. comes on first. Seamvar <laughs> comes on first. I'm I'm probably never going to see them ever again because it's such a a rare super group. Sure. Um, and they were way better than I expected them to be. Good. Um, they are so active on stage Mm -hmm. like if you didn't really uh, like know the band that well and the members and what what other stuff they do you would think these guys are on something so strong (laughs) you know (laughs) i mean i at one point donovan pulled sergio across the stage by his foot as he was playing guitar (laughs) a solo so so that was that was a great opener um and somehow some way era came on next which i don't understand right jt has arguably the best unclean vocals i i've ever heard in live yeah. oh yeah nice spot on man i mean they played the new song and even people who had no idea who this band was they all were going crazy after like the second song i think they started Good. playing irreversible oh okay and the place went crazy. Um, venue was super strict too. Like they were throwing people out for uh, crowd surfing. Crowd surfing. Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, they were gone quick. Damn, Louisville don't fuck around. Uh, not at all. The um, then Ice T Stars came on in. <laughs> Ice T Stars. Oh, I see garbage. Um, uh... That to you would be taking back Sunday, or I set my friends on fire. That was 
painful to listen to. Like the crowd hated it. Oh, they cheered when they took down their uh their their wall banner in the background to let uh dance Gavin dance play. The place went nuts. <laughs> like dance Gavin, they took they didn't even want to thank them. Okay. Wow. It was horrible. This, this, I don't I don't want to call him by his first. I don't know his. I don't want to know his name. <laughs> I see stars. He brings out a his own podium, not like his own step stool type of thing to stand up higher than everyone else. Yeah. Just to, just to be a douche. I've seen the entire before. time he's standing there all the entire time with his hand in the air. Like, like he is the, the, the powerful one and he's not singing. The vocals it's all dubbed. The, the guitar work was dubbed. The screaming it's, it's fake. Uh, it doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> It was horrible, man. It was like a bad. It's like going to a Breathe Carolina show, but they didn't announce that they were changing to an EDM band. Like it was horrible. <laughs> well, what's now? Let me let me stop you. He there. poured water on his own head to make him look sweaty. Well, and sexy. Er. <laughs> look, I see stars. They're a draw. Yeah. People normally love them. So it is kind of a surprise that you're saying that they still didn't do well. Because I'm not saying they're live performance, but normally the crowd loves them no matter what. Yeah. And when they, when people said, when they asked, if, can we play one more song? I heard more no's than anything. Gotcha. It was hilarious. You know, you call the crowd not very smart initially, but maybe yeah. they were a smarter crowd than you gave them credit for. Because now I've seen Icy Stars probably eight times. Wow. But I saw them at the beginning of their career and all yeah. the way through their de-evolution. Yeah, they do not play anything off of... Oh, they can't. Yeah, it, it, it's all gone. We did this a long time ago on the show when the first co-host was on where we would feature bands and we talk about their entire discography. I see stars. I think if I'm not mistaken, my favorite album of theirs is the third or fourth one. The 3d or no 3d was number one. Yeah. Okay. Digital renegade. Maybe digital renegade was my yep. favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Great when, album. yeah, they were still screaming. They were doing a lot, but they went through so many member changes they lost their screamer. Actually, they lost their screamer twice. He left and then came back yeah. and then left again. And he's in, but, I know we covered their EP. I can't remember. I think they're out of North Carolina now or something. Can't remember what the name of them. It's like after something, okay. I think. Not after image, but after <laughs> something, I think. Anyways, can't remember everything. But they changed, you know, after that new album, like right before that new album. You could see the distinct change that they made, and they decided to be this band that I totally agree. I doubt they really play their instruments. I'm sure it's all backing no. tracks. Like, yeah, I don't think that he can hit. Like, all of a sudden, he's like, and I think what is his name, Devin or something? I don't. It is Devin. Is it Devin? Yeah. He's like, oh, we don't need a screamer. I'll just scream and sing. Well, he can't scream as well. Yeah. And now he just doesn't do it. Nope. He so, fakes it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the best. I, I haven't recommended people go see Icy Stars in a long time. 
Yeah, and it was it was worse than I thought. I mean, I I I went into it not even being that big of an icy stars or at all hater, but um, yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't. So then, dance, Gavin, dance came on in. Woo! They are getting better and and better than last time. Even the odd thing I found was Tillian's voice is raspy now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's that wasn't the just the album. Like his voice is that way. I like it. No, me too. Um. So I want you to guess how many songs they played off the new album. Six. Two. Whoa. Two. The singles. Yeah. Uh, Care and I think my voice broke during that. The singles. The singles. Yeah, questionable set list, man. I will say that. Um, when they did it all very well, it's just I I don't want to hear Mothership that much. Um, well, I like Mothership. I would have been happy with that. I just I heard it the last show I was there. True, true. Last time I saw him. I, I'm happy they played Frozen 1. That's one I've okay. been really wanting to hear. Yeah, yeah. Let, that was the opener. Oh, wow. Okay. Until you even said on stage, it was kind of weird. He said, we really should be playing more songs off the new album. Yeah, I wonder why they didn't then. I don't know. I, I was really looking forward to a couple of them. Right. Um, yeah, that's the only thing I would say that kind of let me down. I really wanted to hear a lot off that new album. Right. Or at least some deep deep cuts off maybe like a Acceptance Speech or any of the Tillion era, you know? Sure. like yeah. yeah. I want to let the, the Kurt and Johnny era kind of die off. I, I want to I focus on the new. Yeah, I would too, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sure they were good, though, still. Oh, my gosh. It, John, <laughs> he is so spot on. It, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I've seen them a couple times now, but they're a band, again, that doesn't come up here. So, Yeah, and you'll see them on... They're on Warped, right? Oh, really? I don't think they are. I don't think they are. I th- I bet you they're planning for... Probably an artificial selection tour, if I had to guess. I mean, I would love that. Yeah. I will buy that ticket immediately. <laughs> Same. Very cool, man. Anything else? Oh, not really. Ate some good pizza. What else did you do? I actually went to a show that kind of reinvigorated my love for music a bit. Ooh. And I know that's that sounds like an oversell. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna explain. Yeah. So I've lived in Boston for a long time now. It's not something I'm proud to admit. But I've been stuck here for a long time. I never really travel except to like Worcester to see shows and everything because traffic blows, finding parking sucks, all that kind of shit. Yeah. But friend of the show, the anchor, were playing in a place I had never heard of in Salem. Oh, all right. Boy. And everyone knows Salem. All the occult, the wit stuff. Like you never go there in October. Because it's just like a tourist trap. But Spencer from Ice Nine Kills lives there. Cleaver Clothing is out of Salem. They have a whole scene that is completely different. So I was like, you know what? The Anchor's playing there. The band Varsity is playing there. And I've never had a chance to see them live because they never tour above New York. Yeah, They just don't draw as much. I finished up the show. I drove out there. It's a 45-minute drive, 45 an hour. And downtown Salem was actually really fucking nice. 
there are all these like weird random bars and i was like holy Uh shit and there was parking available i was like wow i know i was like holy shit this isn't like a major city but yet there seems to be cool stuff to do so i'm following my gps and i walk to the place it's supposed to be and it's like a fancy bar and i'm like what is going on here bartender looks at me and by the way i'm dressed he's like (laughs) he's like you're here for the show and i was like yeah he's like oh just follow that door and go downstairs i go downstairs and it's a legitimate basement with a bar yeah dude that's awesome reminds me of that pizza one i go to (laughs) yeah exactly you've told me about that one it just was so cool there was no stage there was maybe 30 maybe 30 people there somewhere around there i don't want to undersell i'm i'm very bad about that but I think it's somewhere around there. And I showed up just in time because I had to put the show out. I showed up just in time for Varsity to be on. So they're just rocking out, man. And I really enjoy Varsity. I like Varsity a lot. Especially that track, that recent one, Promises, Promises. That fucking track slays. That fucking track is so good. So I'm listening to Joey go off on vocals, and he's killing it. They're doing a really good job. The whole band's doing a great job. They're just getting the crowd into it. Everyone's, you know, banging their heads. And then I see the band that is from Salem who asked if they could headline. And so they are. Otherwise, you know, the anchor would headline. But because they're local, they're like, sure. And they're just in all this huge goth makeup with, like, (laughs) armor on and shit. And they're just banging their heads. And, you know, Varsity throws a little rap in there. But they're just fucking loving it. Like, everyone's just loving it. (laughs) So Varsity does a great job. Then the anchor comes on. And holy shit, man. Like, you might be like, okay... Lindsay really can't do those screams, you know. They, that's not that's not true. They do some processing, you know, in the studio to make sure she's able to do that. No fucking way. I can vouch for it personally. Lindsay does all those different types of unclean vocals and clean vocals by her fucking self. Nice. It's amazing. And the band is so fun. Like you can tell they're really enjoying what they're doing. Just all around nice people. And it was just super fun jumping around and it really made me feel good like i can't overstate that enough like it was just so cool to go to i sound like i'm a jaded music industry guy or something i go to shows all the time but it was just something about being in a basement no stage just being right there next to the band and seeing that they were enjoying it a lot too you know yeah yeah dude i really think that I, I get what you're saying. Like, I feel it's kind of douchey, but it's just when you're at those smaller shows, like I really need to like send a video of how I get to this show, like where it's actually at. It sounds identical to what I have to do. Oh, okay. But when you're down there with them, 30 to 50 people, whatever it would be, um, you know, everyone's there because they really want to see these bands. Right. You know, Yep. it's a different, different atmosphere and everyone knows all the words like everyone. Yeah, no, no, it's very, it's very true, man. It just was really great. So I went back and I talked to Joey from Varsity, had a really, really good conversation. And the only yeah. reason why Varsity hasn't been on the show yet is because they're waiting for that new album to come out. Okay. Once that's all you know, done and pressed and everything, I'll have Joey on the show. Because if people yeah. remember, not only am I a fan of Varsity, but then also he did that amazing cover of From First to Last. So we talked about that as well. Yeah. It was cool to hear all the behind the scenes, so I want to share that with people. So that's definitely going to happen. Had a very good conversation. The tour is going very well for them. So I met Lindsay and I met Ryan. 
And the other band members were all off all over places, so I didn't get to say hello to everyone. But like Lindsay, it seemed like she was like blown away that I showed up because I get the feeling that not a whole lot of people that interview people often show up to the shows, but I'm an actual fan. So she was super nice. Tour was going great for them. They're very happy with, you know, playing the smaller shows and and doing all that. They said the tour has been going very, very well. So I was very happy to hear that. And once again, all around great people. It it was just awesome. So I'm going to say this again to everyone. Make sure you go out and support bands like this. Go out, see the anchor, go out, see varsity, go to those small shows. Like, don't go like, oh, you know, I have to sit down in House of Blues. Like, there's nothing wrong with House of Blues, but there's a different feeling. There's a different atmosphere when you go to those small shows. So don't yeah, blow it off. And awesome. I think it's awesome, too, that, you know, that's what Silent Planet just announced, that small tour show. Oh, yeah. Um, I made sure to buy a ticket to that, too. I think it's July 6th or 7th or something like that. Ah. Um, but on purpose, they did a small venue tour, which is really cool. I would love to go to that if I could, but they're not coming up here, I don't think. Unless it was just announced today and I missed it. No, it's been out for a Okay, minute. yeah. Then I already checked that, and they're, unfortunately they're not. But that's, seriously, once again, support these bands. Like, I was told by the publicist, give me your name and people going with you, and I'll put you on the guest list. And I was like, I mean, that's a, an amazing offer. Thank you so much. But I'm there to support the band. So yeah. I pay my way in, and then I buy merch. Because not only do they have good merch, but then also that's going directly into their pockets. That's the whole point. Yeah, I'm I'm always be sure to buy buy shit, especially at those small shows. For sure. And once again, they have to have good merch for me to buy something in most cases. Yeah, they generally do. I've only came across maybe one or two merch tables and I said, oh, no. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I have to awkwardly stand here and pretend that I'm not going to buy anything now. Right. (laughs) Right. And yeah. So support bands like these. I have a bunch of shows coming up very soon. Obviously, we have Warp Tour coming up, so we'll do a Warp Tour special. But for right now, that will end our concert review. So we're going to go to a very important Ian's Insights. everyone you know what that trigger warning means thank you very much chugaboom it is time for ian's insights and now dave i was going back and forth in my head of how we were going to do this as was i and i was thinking about like do we make jokes you know i mean do we do hey let's do you know two lies and a truth yeah but i don't know man i kind of want to be serious about this a little bit and i know Not everyone is all about that, and they're here to be entertained, but this is a very important announcement, and and I don't want to blow it out of proportion, but I also kind of want to take it a little bit seriously, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So only a few people know about this, and one of them is obviously Dave. Yep. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this whatsoever, and I don't want it to sound, like I said, I don't want it to sound overblown, but Ian Hates Music, this weekly show 
is going to be going on indefinite hiatus at this time. Yep, the time's come. And it, I'd imagine took you a long time to come up with that. It really did. Yeah. It wasn't something that I took lightly. I'm not putting myself at any higher echelon or anything. I know a lot of people out there probably like, dude, it's just a podcast. Like, who gives a shit? That's, you know, your fair opinion. Like, if that's what you want to think, that's what you want to think. But I love this show. And I love doing what I do. So it did take a long time to think about this. And I talked to a few people about it. I didn't want to rush into anything. So I talked to you. I talked to Kelly. I actually told, and I won't say their name here because I don't want to embarrass them. But I actually told a couple of listeners, a couple of haters out there that have been listening from the beginning. They were not happy. I can tell you that much. They were not happy. And in a way that made me feel good. You know, this is a very honest show, and I told them that. I am so thankful for every one of you out there who listens to the show. I just am. That's the way it is. This means a lot to me. I put a lot of money into it, and I put a shit ton of work into it. Now, if you don't want to hear behind-the-scenes stuff, then you can skip ahead. You know, you can go to the end of the show. That's completely yeah. fine. Yeah. But what people don't know about the show and I'll just take I'll take people through it. Hopefully you'll enjoy hearing about this. But for Ian Hates Music, we record the show normally late Monday night or you know sometime at night on Mondays, all right? From the end of the show, I start processing the actual files, the actual files that we get. Then I start editing. And what people don't understand is putting all the clips of music in putting, you know, sound bites, making sure that everything sounds right, I end up, and I know this might sound crazy to people, but I end up doing almost a second job worth of editing. So from Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, when I am not at work, I am editing. And that's not slow editing. That's not anything. That is going over every millisecond of the show because I personally will not put anything that's not 100% out there. Yeah. It's just not my style. Yeah, I think everyone everyone can definitely tell that too. And that's something I take pride in. Yep. I, I can't be the person. I'm, I'm sure people out there will ask, well, why can't you just record the show like you and Dave are doing right now and just put it out? I can't do that. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I can't. I have to be proud of the show that is going out. And I am not proud... When I can hear background noises, you know, when I, you know, mispronounce something, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want that in there. And I never change what Dave says. I never unedit. You know what I mean? Like, I never go, oh, well, so that it sounds like Dave agrees with something I said. Let me put this here. Like, that never happens. The only thing that I take out is background noise and then put in all the song stuff and everything. But that takes a shit ton of time. Especially if one of us are sick. Yes. And that does happen. And that is one of the reasons why we are also going on hiatus is because, for one, I am super stressed out. This show is a lot of stress. Not the actual talking. Like, I love this part. If I had a company behind me, if if this was my job, if I was getting paid to do this, be all for it. I would do this every single day. And I would have no problem. It's the stress of knowing that I have to do this show and then 
spend sleepless nights trying to get it out by Thursday so that people aren't pissed that it's not out on Thursday. Yeah. And people don't understand. You know, I'm a chemical engineer. I work 10 to 12 hours a day. And then the rest of the time is spent on this weekly show. So that means that the Ian Hates Conversations, that, you know, when we're doing Ian Hates Movies, that all those get pushed aside because I always have a deadline for this show. Yep. And you know why we have the deadline, Dave? Why do we have the deadline, Ian? Because we're trying to promote the bands that we're talking about. Yes. So we want people to hear their new music, their new albums in a timely manner. We can't yeah, just you don't go. Wanna, yeah. yeah. You want to listen to old music. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, well, I mean, look, for sure, I listen to old music all the time, too, yeah. with the new music. But if a band has an album coming out, then we want to talk about that album so you can go pre order it or that you know it's there so you can get their numbers up, whatever it happens to be. Yep. There are a lot of behind the scenes stories about the music industry that I will never tell any of you because that's the kind of person I am. I'm loyal. I don't talk about people behind their backs. Just know that there's a lot of shitty stuff that happens behind the scenes that also contributes to the reason why we need to take a break from the show. No one's stopping the show. Like It's not like AP. Like AP knows about the show and they don't like it. But AP is not like saying behind the scenes, like, get this show off the air. Like, that's not happening. But there are really shitty things that happen on a regular basis that you can actually see. Like, I'm not going to tell you about it. But if you go look at certain social medias, you can put two and two together. And you can tell a lot from that. If that makes sense. Yep, it it does. I mean, but I'm not going to tell those stories. And just to make it clear, the the conversations will keep flowing. Exactly. Yes. Really, what's going to end up happening is all of that time. Now, maybe I'll get, you know, a couple more hours of sleep a night, possibly. But what's really going to happen is that time is going to go into doing Ian Hates Conversations. And then also, I was told by Kelly that she is ready for Ian Hates Movies. Yep. So that should be coming back as well. So look, it doesn't bring me any pleasure I honestly never thought that this would happen. No. no. But there is a time where you have to say, I, and I'm only going to speak for myself. I'm not speaking for Dave here because I've been doing this for so long. I've been doing this show for years, and it's become a second job. And it's the second yeah. job that I haven't been paid for. So yeah. it's a little tougher to say, hey, I'm going to dedicate the rest of my free time to this all the time. But that doesn't mean I don't want to do it. It just literally means I don't think I I can't do it anymore. Yeah, and especially see how things go after a while. You know, maybe you'll be blown away by how much free time you have, or you're just <laughs> you're a workaholic and you can't and you can't help it, and you end up doing something else. Instead. Well, that is true. I am, you know, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, also, I mean, later in the year, obviously, I'm going to be on baby duty for a while. True. So. Who knows how that's going to go over? I mean, I said I think I made it clear. I don't know if that was on the show or not that I I could handle it, but well, sure. fair, I don't know if I can. I've never had a kid, so <laughs> right. No, and for sure, people do not blame Dave for this. I mean, all the blame goes on me. We had a conversation about it. If Dave had been like, "Come on, man, we definitely have to do this," then I might have forced myself. But that's not the right move either. I think we really do need a break. Yeah. 
and not from each other. We need a break from, like, I need a break from all the editing. I need a break yeah. from the stress. So, so what I was saying about the schedule, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Those are recording and editing days. Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday is prepping for the show on Monday. Yeah. So, as you know, even talking today, let's say, for example, we talk about two albums and we're disappointed because we don't get to talk about more great music. But we listened to, what, eight to ten albums? Yeah, almost every week. And multiple times because you can't just do – we're not no. like other shows that half-ass it. We don't just go ahead and you know take out a couple of things that we liked and go like, oh, this is the greatest album ever. That's not what we do. So we listen to the stuff multiple times. That takes a long time. Yeah, and actually funny you say that before the show, I actually kind of freaked out because I only listened to State Champs album maybe four to five times, yeah. and I started listening to it again. <laughs> and Nikki's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I, I haven't listened to it enough. To <laughs> Yeah. No, that's a great story, and it's true because that's yeah. what I do too. Before the show ends up starting, I end up listening. I'm like, wait a second. Did I really get everything I could from this? Did I miss yeah. something that I need to talk about? So that's the thing. I'm not going to use this time to put down other shows and you know all that kind of stuff. I truly think that we're the best at what we do. And I am disappointed that we're walking away, that there are shows that I think are very inferior to what yeah. we do. And they're making tons of money. And, you know, they're getting tons of support. We put so much into the show because we really do care. And I hope that people really understand that. And we've done it for a very, very long time. It's not like we started this, did five episodes and said, you know what? This is too much hard work. This has been three years. Yeah. Yeah. It's been three years. You're the fourth co-host. Yeah. Like. <laughs> It's been a very long ride, and I hate talking like this is the end because, guys, guess what? The podcast stuff is not going anywhere. I am not quitting. I mean, as much as maybe some people want me to quit, I am not quitting. Ian Hates Conversations is still going on, and like I can pick up a mic and call Dave, and we can do a show at any time. In fact, I want to do specials. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to do a warp Tour special. We're going to have a 200th episode special. There's going to be specials that we're going to do, but maybe we have to retool the show a little bit. Maybe this show is not connecting with people the way that it should. Yeah, it, maybe we need to take a couple steps back, look at some maybe, I don't know, brainstorm some different formats, you know, different ideas, different ways to present music to people. Yeah, um, sure. A way no one else has done it yet either. That's 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 the, That's the key part. Oh, for sure. No, we'll let other shows steal from us. You know, we'll let them continue doing that. But yeah, I'm not going to be taking. And by the way, I'm not changing for anyone either. This is a change that I think we probably need for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is not going to be like, oh, well, we're going to start talking about all the extremely popular bands and only talking about good things about them. Like, that's not the kind of change that Dave and I are talking about. We're talking about format changes where maybe we you know, talk about one artist for an episode. Yeah. And that's a whatever special. And we talk about their whole discography and personal stories and, you know, like all that kind of shit. All yeah. that stuff is something that we can do in the future. So please, I mean, I'm going to ask you not to unsubscribe because obviously 
music and conversations are together because I didn't want to have so many streams on Apple to ask people to subscribe to. So even though they're different shows, Ian Hates Music is different from Ian Hates Conversations, but it was easier to call them the same thing and have them under the same stream. So I would hope that you understand conversations are not ending, and at any time, we just pick up the mic and we start recording again. The website's not going anywhere. IanHates.com is not going anywhere. SoundCloud's not going anywhere. None of those places are going anywhere. The shows are still going to be here. It's just this weekly show is going on hiatus. Yep. Best way to put it. So I hope so. Unsubscribing. So, (laughs) yeah. Please don't unsubscribe unless you just don't like us, anyways. But (laughs) I seriously can't tell everyone. It sounds like goodbye. It's really not. But I can't thank. I can't thank everyone enough for listening to the show. It's so damn cool, especially talking to people about music. It's just awesome. So please never think that I'm taking that for granted in any way, shape, or form. I think it's amazing that so many people love the show. That really means something to me. But that's also why I think we need to do this is because I have to continue putting out quality. I can't have that quality dip. No, not at all. Not your style. Not my style. So what we'll also do is I know people, you know, listen to the show to know what the new releases are. You know, people do that. I will try to share that kind of stuff on social media. We never really talk on social media about upcoming albums. We always just say it here. But why not put the list out to everyone? Yeah, yeah. You know, there is stuff to do. You're still going to be getting one to two shows a week. Maybe even three. Who knows? But this format of this show takes almost 16 to 20 hours of editing. Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah. Not all the rest of the stuff. And now you can hear my voice is going because I'm so stressed talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, is there anything else you want to say, reiterate, you know, anything that I'm missing? No, I think you nailed it pretty good. The um, the conversations are gonna continue on and we'll still do probably still do specials and stuff like that especially anniversary show you can't be dipping out on that no i mean technically i think we're over 200 because of all the shows i've done with extra parts in them yeah like i have more ian hates conversations coming out that i've already recorded that once they're out they keep adding to that total so yeah for sure we're going to be doing that yeah and that one show we actually recorded twice. So, I mean, don't forget, we need to add another number. Because we re-recorded oh, the entire show before. I remember so. that. That was so crazy. A long fucking show, too. And that's the thing. Dave, did we say, hey, we recorded the show, but we had a malfunction in the recorders. We're just not going to put out a show this week. No, nope, we didn't. sure didn't. Nope. So, that's what I want to reiterate. Look, I am extremely proud of this show we are an indie podcast that started three years, whatever, ago, have over 200 episodes and made a name for ourselves in a scene after being outsiders. Like, I've never really been an outsider in the scene because I've loved this music for over half my life. Yeah. And been to live shows since I was 13. But technically, we're not ex-interns of, you know, shitty magazines. We're not you know, name bands, like we don't have a metalcore band and then we decided to do a podcast, you know, where Ian hates music and I love it. 
but yep. we need to take that hiatus. We just have to. Yep. We'll see what uh where it takes us. Let's put it like that. Yeah. And I think really because this is kind of the, you know, the end of this chapter right now, we're not going to break to go to the end of the show because technically this is like the end of the show. Yep. So I want everyone still, you know, we're going to do the plugs here because it's important. Hopefully everyone will follow us, talk to us, let us know what you think about this. Like, even if it's like, holy fuck, you guys are dumb. Like, I'm going to miss the show, whatever. We appreciate all that. So you can talk to us for Dave on Instagram, at Dave of Doom. For Ian Hates, Instagram and Twitter, at Ian Hates Podcast. Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then Gmail, Ian Hates at gmail.com. So please feel free reach out to us. Keep sending me music. We'll still be talking about new music. We'll still be talking about all that stuff. It's just the format's going to have to first take a break. Second, we're going to have to change things around. Yep. Nailed it. And who knows? Maybe the show will be back in whatever. I don't know. I don't want to say yeah. no because I have all the control. I have yeah. everything. <laughs> None of this is going away so we can do whatever the fuck we want. So, Dave. I'm going to ask you one last time on this iteration of Ian Hates Music. Do you have any final words for everyone? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I have two things, actually. Ian, one, congrats to uh, Mike for getting engaged. Ah, congrats, Mike. Yes, yes. Congrats, Mike. Though, and I'm Ian, pretty sure, by the way, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I'm pretty yeah. sure he just told me he unsubscribed from the show. No. So also, fuck him. No, I'm only, I think it was a joke, but... <laughs> I had to put that in there. <laughs> no, but um, and I have to go out on my, my note here. Don't be a dick. There we go. And now I'm going to read something. I'm going to do two things as well okay. because I'm a sentimental fool. And if people know at the end of the show, right when I say thanks, everyone, it goes into a track by a band called After the Tragedy, who we yeah. did a breakdown from the past for. I pick one specific part of their song, Roses in the Fence. And I love this track. And it always seemed like a great goodbye message. Yeah. So I'm actually going to say that here right now. And then we'll end the way I normally do. So goodbye to everyone. I'll return before long. Your intention leads you on. This is your deserved song. So I'll write for your ascent. You should know your meaning. You're the roses in our fence, you're our words concluding. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to you, So all right.